Welcome to another episode of Sensible Chat. I'm Sensible Bobby. Thanks for joining me today. Last week, I challenged you to pretend student loans don't even exist. Pay cash for college. I believe that's the best way to go. But a lot of you are still going to take out student loans. So before you borrow for an education, let me educate you about the borrowing process. There are a ton of different options for student loans, but 100% of them will charge you interest. Here are some questions you need to ask when considering a loan. What is the interest rate? The lower, the better, because this is the amount you'll pay on top of what you borrow. Is it simple or compound, fixed or variable? If it's simple or fixed, it won't change and it's much easier to figure out how much interest you'll pay. If it's variable, it could change any time. And if it's compound, it could balloon much faster. Compound and variable interest is what causes a lot of borrowers to end up owing way more than they started with, even after years of making regular payments. The next question is, when does it begin to accrue? This is important because in some cases, even though you don't have to make payments until after graduation, the interest starts accruing the day you take out the loan. So if you wait four years until graduation to start paying, you already owe four years of interest on top of what you borrowed. The next question, how does it accrue? Daily, monthly, annually? This is really important, especially if it's compound interest, because the faster it accrues, the more you'll owe in a lot of cases. Now let's review. You wanna make sure you shop around for the best interest rate and get answers to these questions. What is the interest rate? Is it simple, compound, fixed, or variable? How often does it accrue? And how soon will it start accruing? All these factors can cost or save you a ton of money. Here are two other things to be aware of. Number one, you don't have to use the entire amount of the loan. Maybe you found a way to cut costs after taking out the loan. Return the unused portion as soon as possible. That'll cut down on how much you owe. Number two, you can start paying it back right away, and you should. Don't wait until graduation. If you don't have a way to pay it back, you're taking a huge risk in borrowing the money in the first place. Another big consideration is the earning power of your degree. A lot of people make the mistake of taking out $100,000 in student loans and getting a teaching degree. But according to ZipRecruiter, the average salary for a teacher is around $31,000 per year. If they had known this ahead of time, they would have understood how enormous the loan was relative to how long it would take to pay it off. And that assumes you're able to get a job after graduation. Your degree does not guarantee employment. You may end up having to take jobs outside your field just to make ends meet. And these ends are going to be a lot harder to meet with a huge debt payment every month. Ironically, this is the only loan you'll ever get without having to prove income, and it's the only one you can't get rid of by filing for bankruptcy. There are exceptions to this rule, but not many. For the most part, once you take on student loan debt, it stays with you until you pay it off. And if you think you can outrun this debt, good luck. Default on a student loan and the IRS will keep your tax refunds and garnish your wages, including your social security checks in retirement. 
Defaulting on your student loans will also destroy your credit, which makes future loans much more difficult and costly. But even if you never need another loan, your credit score is still important. A bad credit score affects your ability to rent an apartment and get utilities like electricity turned on. Also, more and more employers are doing credit checks as part of the hiring process. So if your credit is bad, it could affect your chances of landing a job. Bottom line, student loans are not something to be taken lightly. Maybe you'll find it's the right choice for you, but it's your responsibility to own that choice. That means fully understanding what you're signing up for because saying you didn't know after the fact won't help you. Once you sign on the dotted line, you're financially responsible, period. Don't sign anything you don't fully understand and always ask a lot of questions. So if you're considering a student loan, how do you figure out what you can afford to pay back? A great place to start is creating your financial picture. This will provide you with a list of your income and financial obligations, which will be important as you go through college. Then you can do the math to figure out what you can afford. If there's a shortfall, you can either reduce your expenses, specifically the amount you plan to borrow, or add more income. This means getting a job and finding cash for college. Then create a plan, including a budget, to pay off those loans as soon as possible. Creating this plan will help you figure out what you need and what you can afford before you take on a student loan. Don't let someone else tell you. Take the time, think it through, and figure it out for yourself. Now, this doesn't mean don't ask for help, but you need to take an active role and make the final decisions. It's your life. You get to live it, but you're also responsible for it. If you need help creating your financial picture or budget, check out the episodes titled The Debt Payoff Method and Creating Your Budget. And if you want help getting started, schedule a free consultation with me at sensiblechat.com. Thanks for joining me today. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel and connect with me anytime on MeWe, LinkedIn, USA.life, Gab, or Parlor. Until next week, remember, do the math, live the life.